Welcome to another episode of Swimming with the Fish. I am Crutch, and as always, I am joined by my partners in crime. The Chief. Chief, how are you, sir? I am being inundated with pictures of Japanese souffle pancakes. That sounds like a very weird dream, or you've got pop-ups showing up. I, I have our first fan sending me pictures that uh, she made these, ate them oh. all, forgot to send, take pictures, uh, so she sent me pictures, started looking at it, and is now hungry again. <laughs> <laughs> well, greetings from far away for, for our first fan. We, we still we remember you kindly, and I'm glad you're providing you know the, the chief with, uh, with food porn. <laughs> And as well, uh, Goon is always with us uh, in spirit and in person. Um, how are you today, Goon? I, I am here. I'm, I'm a little sad because I, I came home from work today and uh, Hurricane was de-Christmas-ifying uh, Stately Goon Manor. That's a wonderful word. We should, we should save that. Why? Think about what you just said. Hey, considering some of the choices for new words that, that uh, Webster's Dictionary has come up with, Right. Some um, of us never Christmas. cared about Webster or his dictionary. Wow, that's pretty harsh. I mean, I, but I enjoy words with different meanings, and I know I know Crutch does too. I like defenestration. It's like one of my favorite words. <laughs> I was, I was thinking. Let's say we wanted to describe someone. Oh, well, yes. Oh, can, can I give an example sentence? Sure. And you, you can help me with this. Nancy Pelosi is a harridan. Yes, she is. A strict, bossy, or belligerent old woman. Yes. Some people might even describe her as a shrew. Yes, or a harpy. Or a termagant. A hag. A nag. A crone. An ogress. No. <laughs> a no, fish wife. <laughs> Hellcat. Uh, an old bag. Ooh, an old bat. A battle axe. An old cow. This is more fun than I thought it would be. It, <laughs> I thought maybe it would have gotten old there, but um, nope. Not That's getting so old. Nope. She's also a scold. <laughs> I um, can't. A she-devil is also listed on here. A gorgon. I like that, that one, too. <laughs> a martinet. So you're saying she's mythical now? <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, she's very real. That's, yes, you know. she's very real, and and we'll get to her because she falls into a wonderful category of uh, of various subjects across the the entire news plethora this week of um, people doing things not because they should, but just because they could. And sometimes, folks, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. I think these are sage words that I first heard really, you know, that, that I took to heart when Jeff Goldblum said them in Jurassic Park. That was right before the lawyer got eaten, right? Right. It was a good start. It was Jeff Goldblum in his one and only role of playing Jeff Goldblum. Well, well that's all he ever know, plays. Let's be right. honest. Can Jeff Goldblum play anybody but Jeff Goldblum? Can no. anybody, and I'm okay with that. No. That's like Brie Larson. She only plays Brie Larson. Can another person play Jeff Goldblum? That's the real question. You know, I'm trying to think if I've ever actually seen anybody do an imitation of Jeff Goldblum. I mean, a good one. I don't know if it's possible. Because Jeff Goldblum has perfected it. He's able well, so original. Yeah. And, and there's the danger, of course, that if your imitation becomes too accurate you will actually draw him to you and he'll absorb you and then Jeff Goldblum's on stage. What's, uh, what's the earliest movie you can remember seeing him in playing Jeff Goldblum? That's the, first of all, that's never happened. The I earliest know. movie I've, I can remember Jeff Goldblum in, if I'm not mistaken, he was one of the punks who uh, ravaged Bronson's wife in the uh, first... Um, oh, what was this movie? Death Wish? Death Wish. He was in that, really? I think so. Well, that's earlier than mine, by by a little bit. 
I think that might have been his first first actual movie. He was in He was the fly as well. Well, yeah. Okay. Yes he was, but I believe mine's are mine's earlier than the fly. He was in the right stuff. Yes, Jeff Goldblum played the part of Freak Number One. (laughs) He didn't even have a name. Wow. Yeah. Was and I'm right that yours predates uh, the right stuff, which had to be. Oh, the right stuff was seventy-eight. Yeah, this was nineteen seventy-four. All right. See, I mean, come on now. So you know what? Even then, that was to be honest with you. That was probably the only time I've ever seen Jeff Goldblum not play Jeff Goldblum because we didn't know who Jeff Goldblum was then. So you don't? How do you know that he wasn't playing Jeff Goldblum? I will never ever assume anybody is a drug-addled rapist. That would be a horrible thing for me to think. Because freak number one <laughs> was a drug-addled rapist. Do you uh, do you remember what part he played in Right Stuff? No. Do you remember the movie? Yes, I have to ask you I because lived... I believe it predates Chief. Movie or the ac- the action? The the What the movie's about definitely predates Chief, but I believe the yeah. movie does as well. I just, I, I'm sorry, Chief. I can't remember what year it was. Well, then uh, I'm, was not released. Be, I'm not going to be of any help here. Yeah, he, um, do you remember uh, when the Russians uh, launched uh, Sputnik in the movie? 1983 was the right stuff. Okay, so so doesn't quite predate you, right, Chief? Correct. I was alive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so do you remember that scene, Crutch? Um, the Russians launch Sputnik, and they they're they're going to go tell Ike. Uh, yeah, okay. And they have one of one of Ike's cronies running down the uh, uh, corridor by the Rose Garden to bring him the news. Mm-hmm. And the same guy does that a couple of times in the movie for different different uh, things. All right, Jeff Goldblum. Ah. Uh-huh. They have him listed in the cast, along with Harry Shearer, of, you know, Simpsons fame, as NASA recruiters sent out to find astronaut candidates. That must have been a fun job, huh? In real Being life, in the movie or the, in the real life job? Yeah, in real life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you should find a bunch of Air Force pilots. You want to go higher? Okay, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's... they did. That was, Navy, Navy aviators, and Air Force pilots are all the original seven, right? It that's what made me so sad because I had so many Chuck Yeager uh, flight sims when I was growing up, and then I got to learn that they would not select Chuck Yeager because he oh. <laughs> he could have been up there. He was a contender. He um he, he was a little bit. Too contrary for for NASA, I think. Yeah. Well, you think you would have overshot the moon? I know better. Well, they had. They also had other criteria that you had to be less than forty years old, less than five eleven. All right. Excellent so, physical condition. No, bachelor's no. degree. Graduate of a test pilot school, and fifteen hundred hours of total flying time. I don't know. Chuck Yeager could be too tall. Who knows? It's basically. I heard they were. Ageist, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of ist going on in that statement, okay? There's no reason that he should he should have been rejected. That's that's my point. Okay. By so the way, the real Chuck Yeager's in 1958 would mean you'd have been born from 1918 forward. So, you know, the actual Chuck Yeager does have a cameo in that movie too, right? Does he really? Yeah. You remember the old codger in the he was young enough. You remember the old codger in the bar out in the desert? Uh was that him? I guess it was, wasn't it? Yep. Well I'll say this. If you know, if we ever get into a passenger fifty seven situation and I need mm-hmm. I need to land a plane, you can yeah. thank Chuck Yeager for showing <laughs> me what to do in a crisis situation like that. Oh, I saw a video and today. And if we're on that plane, we'll be we'll be happy too. <laughs> yeah, there's there's actually a. Um, I think I'll see if I can include this in the notes. I was going through 
things got a little boring at work, so I popped over to YouTube to find something to occupy my my ears. And somebody sent this link to a new plane that doesn't require a pilot's license. Well, ultralight vehicles don't. They're, and they're technically planes. Yeah, but ultralights aren't, aren't enclosed. This is something you actually got into. Oh, you can get inside ultralights? I thought they were those open-air thingies like, um, like John Denver killed himself in. No. Uh, it, uh, Cessnas and couple, uh, you know, the biplanes, they they can be considered ultralights. Oh, okay. Because, uh, and, and the reason why, yeah, the reason why I'm, I, I know this is because uh, I was looking to see if when uh, the flying cars, those would be considered. You're supposed to have those in the 80s. Okay, well. I thought they were going to have them at the Olympics this summer. This summer? Flying cars, really? That uh, Japan said they were going to have them for the Tokyo Olympics. I'm worried about the Tokyo Olympics because Japan could ha- introduce a whole bunch of other stuff too. You know, I've I've learned a lot about Japan. <laughs> I've been <laughs> telling Crutch Ro- robot comfort people. You know, uh, uh, not that. But if you, uh, one of the things that that I uh, again okay, things told, you can do that maybe you shouldn't do. Yes, Crutch told me Mm-mm. that uh, that it was his impression that the reason uh, Japan is the way they are is because oh. of World War II. Yes, I've made the joke that, that a lot of the oddness and downright, you know, um, what's the word I want to look for here? Dirty business. Yeah, that okay, that's a way to put it. Yeah, it was caused because, you know, we mutated their genes with nuclear radiation. And then, uh, apparently, the chief took it upon himself to go through a historical uh, historical romp through Japanese smut. Yeah, well, when, 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 when was the first a, instance, my friend? It was You're like, a giver, chief. He is, isn't he? 1818. It was called The Fisherman's Wife. Eight? 18. Now, what do you think the fisherman's wife was doing? Fishing. Oh, no, it, it has a picture. It has a picture because it, it doesn't. It does. it, on the cover, it leaves no doubt of what's going on. That was the first instance of tentacle relations. <laughs> tentacle relations. There are, uh, there are two one. octopi. One, mm-hmm. one in the mouth, and one somewhere else. And I was like, "Holy smoke!" But, and it's the old, uh, you know, Japanese drawings. So it's, oh my goodness! <laughs> I I never said look it's it up. The first one that came up too. <laughs> so well, we, we might as well make three of us. I did not know. Uh, I didn't pull this up. I never. I never checked it. I I I took the man at his word. What he was telling me. Oh my! Oh goodness! Uh, you see, so uh, it it did show uh, that. Let, when... Let's not link that one, Crutch. Okay. <laughs> There's absolutely no way yeah. I will be linking that. Oh, but you know what's even better? Not only can you get it as a as a print, but somebody made a 3D casting of it. Well, that's a shame. That's just that's just. A... Or somebody has it as a tattoo. Well, that's even worse. 1818. My. But see, that's that's Japan. The, when mm-hmm. Westerners came to Japan, uh, the Japanese considered them prudes because they were like, this, <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> what, you don't like octopus? So uh, they started getting creative. Mm. And when the when the animes started coming out they were also saying like uh this this is too much so they Mm -hmm. had they had everyone knows what hentai is but they had Mm -hmm. they had something called uh like ecchi and ecchi is the reason why uh like in austin powers you will you will see suggestive things but the certain places are always covered but it is it is always defying gravity and, uh, you know, like, uh, 
pretty much in your face, and it only goes one way. But the the one the one wild thing is that it is tailored to what Japanese people think are pretty. So it is just one pronounced area instead of others, which is mm. seems to be more popular in other places like the United States. But either way, uh, Ninja Scroll was the second. Uh, anime to come to the United States that contained such uh, things that were banned. In the first one, I, I saw a couple clips and it reminded me if you guys ever saw This Is The End, uh, which mm -hmm. was a comedy by Seth Rogen and basically all his friends and the rapture is happening and they're all jerks. Oh, that's right. So they're yes. all... They all stay around. Behind. But, yeah, so you remember what happened to that kid from Superbad, not the one who got impaled, but the the other one? The mm -hmm. curly-haired, uh, rather rotund person. Oh, the one, is he the one that grew up and skinnied up and was like in all the other movies? Yeah, he. so he's skinnied up now, but then everyone said that you're not funny anymore, so he got fat again. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Yeah, because people are. He dumb. was the one who was in Moneyball, though, right? Moneyball, no. Wolf of Wall Street, yes. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of somebody else. Because Moneyball was uh, the uh, the George Clooney. No, Brad Pitt. Moneyball. Oh, Moneyball was the movie about the. Uh, Brad Pitt oh, becomes the, okay. the guy who figures out how to. I'm thinking Money it. Monster. Sorry. And I'm thinking of do 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 do. So, it's a Jonah Jonah Hill. Yes. So Jonah Hill was the character. Inside the movie, something something terrible happens to him multiple times, mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. and that's what it looked like. What was happening in the first anime to come to the 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 west and I was like yep I won't be looking at this <laughs> that's just yeah it's a real shame real mm -hmm. shame but it just showed once again they they were they were like this before there's mm -hmm. a there's a whole uh, like uh, uh we have genres of you can basically OD on everything from watching people eat to excess to uh, furries to being tortured and all that kind of stuff but we don't have something that the Japanese do which Jinji Ito and a couple others do which is uh, evisceration what? yes so they would draw which is where Tommy comes you from things that? things that you shouldn't do even though you can do them. I got it. Yes. Yeah. So it they they were drawing pictures of basically people tearing other people's insides out, right? And uh, just drawing pictures of, it, of course. Yes. But it uh as engineer Forquartz has heard the stories, there was a geisha and she was heavily into it and one of her clients said something to her so she basically cut him up and kept his his reproductive organs as a memento and would carry around them around and when they searched her they still found it on her wow now i would think that that would you know smell after a while well i mean you know there are techniques for you know drying out stuff and you know preserving and Maybe she took it to a taxidermist and had it stuffed. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> if she lived long enough, she could have given it to the Patriots because I bet it was deflated by that time. Oh. There yeah. we go. The hate has to come out sooner or later. <laughs> How's Baltimore doing? Uh, they're sitting home getting ready for the Pro Bowl. Excellent. Yeah. I, I Let me know. tell you right now, the AFC team for the Pro Bowl will basically be the Ravens. <laughs> There's 12 of them going. 
Here, here's what I know. I know my Chiefs are still in it. That's what I know. Yes. I know. And, and hopefully, when we do episode, what are we on? We're on episode three. When we do episode four, you'll still be able to say that. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, thanks to uh, my man Epic, uh, we we are doing something in DraftKings and playing against each other. Against each other. Oh, yeah, okay. So, so we'll, one of you will win. Uh, that is what we're hoping. Because the the league that we joined, there's a lot of other people, but, mm. you know, we're also in it. So, we'll see. see. We will see. Yeah, so, um, so, so the whole Japanese thing has just got me, you know, firmly convinced that there's a lot of stuff that, you know, we can do that we shouldn't do. Like that whole Japanese thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I found this article... And it was, um, it really creeped the heck out of me. Apparently, um, we've, um, we've gotten to the point where we're now making our own new life forms. So, uh, so some scientists basically took stem cells from a frog and turned it into a tiny, tiny little living robot that they can program and they can. they can tell it how to go a certain distance. They designed another one that actually has a hole in the middle so you can put a payload in it and have it swim through whatever they were swimming through. I'll, I'll put a link to the article, obviously. Um, and again, you know, <laughs> ethicists, you know, are going, maybe this isn't a good idea. And I'm like, why, why are you even using the word maybe? Because you never know. You know, we already have enough trouble with, with real robots, you know, the, the metal kind, you know, from cities like Boston that already give me the creeps because they can do stuff I can't do. Like, you know, you ever see a robot do parkour? The suckers can, like, hop now, backflips, oh, run yeah. up and down, carry stuff while they're running. You know, soon they'll be just carrying, you know, weapons and running and shooting. and That'd uh, be the Russian robots, right? They already do that. that. You the Russian saw... robots can actually ride a motorcycle. While shooting. I don't, I don't know why this this surprises you that this idea that you can do but but just because you can you shouldn't you saw where one of the researchers was was from mm. uh, the team that did this Mm-mm. University of Vermont <laughs> not a, not a lot to do up there in the winter but think about things like this and I mean we have other um, ideas that have that we could do that have come out of Vermont this week haven't we are, are, are you casting aspersions on the entire state like it's just a den of, of ethically lapsed scientists? I'm saying that the cold probably deadens people's ability to reason. <laughs> so, Well, if, if you think it's cold now, wait till those wonderful folks where are they from? The geoengineering people? Oh, goodness. Yes. Um... Apparently, there's a there's a geoengineering team that uh, thinks that. Uh, well, no, 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 wait. Mm. When you said cold, I thought you meant how cold it was going to be once uh, the uh, commissar becomes president. And if I don't think the way he wants to think, what happens to me? Gulag. Oh, that. Oh, you're going and to the gulag. the gulag. Gulags are good. Yeah. Right. One of the Bernie Bros. One what? of the Bernie Bros said that this week. No, forget Bernie Bro. No, he's a campaign manager, right? No, M- Comrade mm-hmm. Sanders. Okay, let us. He has suggested com- re-education. Comrade Sanders has has always been a fan of re-education. Because it's important that you think the right way. Yes, and if you don't, he will help you. I mean, That's right, and you, you can't go through life as a Nazi. Come on. And what? And what if? Uh, what if you you're one of the ones one of the say couple of percent that just won't change? Then you become an unperson. No, isn't it? I mean, isn't uh, what was it? Invasion. The uh, the sad third remake of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. There uh, was a third. Yes. I just watched. Okay, it. I liked the first one. I tolerated the second one. What was different about the third one? The the third one was unique because the third mm. one they actually showed okay, so you know in the second one 
people were basically coughing up stuff and and turning people into it that way. It was a it was like an infection. The third one, uh, you would get uh, like I I I either skipped through the beginning or I came in and it wasn't the <laughs> beginning, but I didn't feel like I missed much. Uh, basically, some some creature would bite you, uh, thus taking all your DNA and stuff and go inside a pod. It would mm -hmm. come pod out. People. It would come out looking like you, but it wouldn't know anything. It was like a wild creature, but it would hunt whatever it bit. And then you saw it, like, do something to your brain, and it would basically suck it out. So then it had all your Love memories, and it knew everything about you. But it was emotionless. So it's basically this, this boy and this girl, and they're, they're going through the town as the town slowly gets taken over. They have to kill their parents and all the stuff you would normally think, and they have to act like nothing affects them as they set people on fire. And if you can't be turned, then, of course, you die. But they uh, they finally make it to the TV station. They're going to broadcast everything because it is modern age, and they had cell phones, so they took pictures of everything. Mm -hmm. And when they think that they're about to save the world, they look at the news and realize they weren't the first city. They were the last city. And the rest uh. of the world has already taken over. So, for shame. Uh, so they uh, they upload it to YouTube, and uh, and it got taken down for uh, copyright violation. No, uh, the comments <laughs> are, "How new is this? Is anyone even still a human?" And it says like five in the northeast, and then it ends. <laughs> wow, that's a real feel-good movie. <laughs> it was. I, I wasn't even sure what I was watching. It, it, of course, I I'm I do anything that is zombie or uh, prepare for something unknown related. So they're like, it it was on the Amazon. We think you would like this. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon is worried about you at this point. Well, uh, thanks to Andrew, you're, you're on a special list now. I had, a couple of years ago, Amazon thought I was Korean because I was watching way too many uh, subtitled Korean period piece soap operas. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of those dramas, but there aren't uh, Russian ones. Because when I looked at all the Russian stuff, there, there is uh, The Day After, which was mm -hmm. a, a pretty decent series. And that was a take on Russian zombies. And uh, basically they were geoengineered females. And if they couldn't mate, they would just kill you. So Sounds I mean, like most women. Yeah, it was... It was all the, the beauty of Russian at once. Basically, if you were ugly, the well, seriously, if you were ugly, the the virus killed you. If you were if you were attractive and could have kids, then it turned you into one of these creatures. Mm. Now, if you were if you were a guy, how, how a virus knows whether you're good looking or not is beyond me. But it was okay. it was amazing because all that was left was was and what it, they called it like the pretty army, and. And when they would go after guys, if the guys did not did not show love, then mm. then basically they ate them. And, wow! And since most I'm, guys, I'm pretty were, sure even I could fake it. <laughs> well, since it, since most guys were stare, scared because mm -hmm. you have these things with big black eyes that are uh, like twitching, and they uh, also had the ability to describe most of my dates in high school. But go ahead. <laughs> They had uh, the ability to render you uh, paralyzed with some kind of shriek. Again, Gates <laughs> in high school. Yep. All right, so where did you go to high school again? I know you keep saying Southern Maryland, but... <laughs> I know he was the first class to graduate from the high school. I remember that. Yes, my high school... Uh, yes, I was first... first uh, 1980, Maurice J. McDonough High School in Pomfret, Maryland. Yeah, see, Down so... Way by God, Charles County. Now, you have stated before that mm -hmm. down there in Charles County, there was a portal to Georgia. Absolutely. Did yeah, that, absolutely. There's... Did that portal uh, mistakenly go to the country of Georgia? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure uh, when, when you got people in Southern Maryland talking with a twang and I'm thinking you know there are people in Virginia who are south of here who don't twang I, I never understood that it was um, 
I was an experience. I don't know what, what you have against our southern brothers. Uh, nothing and, and other sisters than the fact for that, that they were still kind of north. I mean, you know. I, I realize the Mason-Dixon line we are, is at we the are top below, of Maryland. Yes, we are below the Mason-Dixon line, sir. Not by much, sir. I've ridden my bike to it, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but there's that. It's okay. It doesn't matter. We're all going to freeze to death because we've got nimcompoops who've decided that they want to do a live-action version of the movie Snowpiercer. This is such a bad idea. This was this was the epically bad idea that you found this week. I did. I did. Ladies and gentlemen, um, it turns out that people are so convinced that global warming is going to destroy us and that we're so past the point of stopping what we are doing to make it heal itself. That, that well, and, and us Nazis don't care. Right. Top people have a solution to actually help nature fix the problem. And what is like that? Like all the times we've helped nature in the past, but well, do the go problem on. would be to spray an aerosol of sulfur dioxide into the upper atmosphere. Wait, 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 wait! Aerosols? Mm-hmm. Those are bad. Mm-mm. Not when Can't you be do doing it for aerosols. The right reason. Oh nope. no, bad aerosols. No. No, those would those would be like white people aerosols are bad. Okay, these are these are helping the environment aerosols, and so and so I rather than the link stand- to the video because wait. The, it's, the video is precious. Wait, wait. So if I stand out in in my backyard mm-hmm. in the uh, North Forty over at State Lagoon Manor in the all together, and I hold up, hold. Come on now, come back. I, uh, and I hold up an aerosol can and spray it into the air just to hurt the earth. You you will be you'll be struck that's, down. That's bad by a Greenpeace plane. But if I take that aerosol can and bring it over and give it to the chief and he does the same thing, mm-hmm. perfectly just, okay. Okay. All right. Now that we've got that out of the way, sulfur uh, dioxide, folks, will um will actually uh, block the incoming sunlight and help cool the earth and and what was really interesting is the person being interviewed the interviewer from RT America Russian Times yay um, so he's, he says well you know we won't be able to see the sunshine and uh, her, her thing was you know well do we really have a right to sunshine oh, to blue skies blue skies yeah yes. Now yes. here's here's the thing. If you if you block the sunlight, you know, to, to cool the planet, there might be some life forms that feel that's a little I don't know, bad. Like I don't know, every plant. All the plants which we use at least to feed our food. Right, Chief? See this is why in the Matrix when they scorched the sky, uh the Brawlist just said, You're too dumb to live on your own anymore and and basically in, enslaved humanity this is also why the 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 russians will be uh you know have copyrighted the music to terminator 2 so when dumb people like this uh start doing their stuff they will launch the the robot army and not a lot of people are going to fight back they're gonna be like yeah we probably need to we had we had a good run (laughs) i mean again so you think about this you have you have people that want to scorch the sky. In in Virginia, they have passed three bills. And, well, yeah, the state legislature has passed three bills, which are going up to the governor's office, which is what's getting, uh, getting protested next week. They have a bill that will ban the sale, purchase, ownership, transfer, blah, 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 of... Not an assault weapon, but a, uh, an assault firearm. And an assault firearm, they said, was basically anything that wasn't a lever, bolt, single action, so, uh, which would be a revolver. So right. they even included shotguns, because some shotguns can have magazines. And they, they labeled short build shotguns street sweepers in the actual legislation. Really? Street sweepers? Yes. So, uh, when this, uh, I, 
originally I thought uh, that they were going to like all the two A sanctuaries were going to go there and they were going mm -hmm. to basically uh, secede to West Virginia which West Virginia said you can still do I think that's I, great I, I, what yes. a great idea but then I read an article from another person who who said uh, if we do that then we have proven that the you know voting doesn't work what what they need to do because he, he said everything that they pretty much pass through is unconstitutional and they need mm -hmm. to work it through the courts now if the courts fail that means that you have an entirely different problem but if well, you yeah. just choose not to follow the law and start doing your own thing then you really can't complain to the other people who are doing sanctuary cities or just ignoring other laws because they're like you know what i I just don't like this, so I'm not going to do it. Right. You have to get the people out. So I asked said person, what do you do when your governor, your lieutenant governor, and your attorney general are all of the same party and all pushing the same idea? And mm -hmm. instead of everyone breaking that particular law, there was another answer. And I'm pretty, I was like, well, that's illegal too. Because it... it it involved removing them from office. It was just the manner that they were removed from office. Was there tar and feathers involved? Uh, or a catapult? So, <laughs> so the residue could have could have been made to use to to make tar. There were no, there were no feathers. Wow. Catapults didn't uh, fire the the items fast enough. There's that too. So either way, it's. It's going to be bad next week, regardless of what happens. because Yeah, they're supposed to be planning a big rally on Monday, and the Virginia governor has um, already called for, a, you know, martial law. So there's the, the That's sheriff. That's uh, governor, governor Blackface, right? So yes, the, exactly. The, or, well, we don't know. He could have been Governor Klansman or Governor Blackface. We haven't figured out which one he is in the picture. Okay. Apparently he doesn't know either. But the, the big thing <laughs> is that. I've done both. I can't tell. Yeah. The sheriff. No, I was drunk. The sheriffs are saying they will not enforce uh, unconstitutional laws. Awesome. To which the attorney general said the governor will have to call in the national guard in order mm -hmm. to enforce it. So mm -hmm. at, it's like, at what point does the straw break? Because they what they were when one of them actually when one of them actually says, you know, Mola Labe. <laughs> uh, okay, well, since since I'm pretty sure nobody over there speaks Italian, uh, not Italian, Latin. That was Greek. Uh, well, they don't speak that either. And what, all Greek on, to me. what is on the flag of Virginia? There's a uh, gun on the flag of Virginia. Semper Tyrannus. Yep. Thus always to tyrants. And so what... What do they currently Wasn't have? Wasn't that also office? what John Wilkes Booth yelled when he, when yes. he leaped left from the? Uh, yes. So I thought. Okay. So, at this point, what does it mean? I wouldn't want to be the governor. Because I don't think he's going to get the support from the National Guard. He thinks he's going to get. Well, who knows? This is this is a big question. Because if oh, all sure. if things start to break away, because again. It's all about faith. As, as you said, you know, just because you can do something, like write these ridiculous laws, doesn't mm -hmm. mean you should do something. Right. And that's a real shame. I agree. Very, very true. But, you know, it's not only limited to people in power. Well, not only limited to people in state power. As we mentioned earlier, Pelosi is certainly painted herself into a wonderful corner as the uh, the house managers have been defined the uh, the uh, process of impeachment begins on Tuesday I believe if I'm not mistaken um, the president has just announced his his legal team and I'm like okay this is going to be interesting uh, Alan Dershowitz is on the president's legal team for this which I think is just absolutely fantastic this is this is a guy who voted for hillary okay <laughs> and who? 
Alan Dershowitz. No, no. He voted for who? He he voted for Hildebeest. Uh, also she, known she, as the AC. She yes. doesn't matter anymore, oh. but let's move on. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I, as I was thinking, because I, I often try to do this at work. Uh, <laughs> Think? Yes. It's hard because they don't really pay you to do that, you know. I, I, I this is why I said I, you know, I attempt to do this. The uh, why on earth did Mr. Trump uh, employ the Giuliani to go over there? Because it seems that the people that he trusted are just bad people. Again, I can't follow any American news, so I look at Interfax, and Interfax was saying that Les Parnas is. The person who is now making the rounds much like uh, Michael Cohen did, I said, this guy is a huckster, and and I don't right. even know why he, you're talking he, about him. Well, he's doing his level best to try and get out of multiple indictments. Which and I think he thinks if he helps the Dems, they'll let him you know, go off. Because it worked so well for Cohen. And again, none of this would have happened if uh, Giuliani hadn't used him as his Sherpa around Ukraine. So, why? Why do this? When yeah, Giuliani has been a bit of a loose cannon. That's No, that's Great. not a loose cannon. That's This is what happens when you get a dog all hyped up and then you let go of the leash and you just watch it run around and destroy it. <laughs> I had no it. idea he was going to run around that china shop like that. It's it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous to see the, the follow-up because... Uh, much like our current president will not get off Twitter, uh, Giuliani mm-hmm. will go to anyone who will listen to him and say some wild things. Just absolutely wild. So he used to be America's mayor back mm-hmm. when uh, when he, you know, he saw through some tough times. But then what oh. happened? Uh, then he went into private industry and got weird. I don't know. Is this what happens when Italians get old, or is he Sicilian? <clears throat> I'm sorry, this sir. Why, I'm asking. You went where? I'm I'm <laughs> asking because obviously I I'm missing something, and I was hoping you could enlighten me. Um, I am I I I I'm hoping you're not painting a broad brush. We don't all go wackadoodle like that when we get older. If so, I'm I'm worried about myself then. Right. Well, see, you would know. And, would and you? Well, would you though? That's would the whole thing or? about dementia. Do you really know you're going, you know, futz? Or do you think everything's just fine? Right. That's uh, the problem. Maybe we've all. Maybe the three of us have already gone, and we just don't know. <laughs> We're yeah. over the bend, and people are using this to just yeah. This is another piece of evidence for locking them up. Well, it's voluntary <laughs> at that point, so I guess it's okay. Yeah, we don't have lock them up anymore. Well, they do do involuntary. You can you can be remanded to the mental institute by the court. Just saying. Apparently not. There, in in Montgomery County, there is a case of a woman who took her two kids, where nobody knows where they are still to this day, and she was about to get off, and her husband or ex-husband is saying, "You guys better not do this." That's crazy. Uh, are you familiar with this goon? I, I am. I actually read this uh, this week. Yeah, they have they they've got like literally no idea what has happened to the children. And at this point, it's probably not anything good. Yeah, because it's been years. Years. Yeah. Years. So, years usually always makes that a bad thing. And they and they were just like, well, so much time has passed. Does it really matter? I mean. How many times am I going to hear, does it even matter anymore, before somebody it gets... Matters. Before someone gets the butt whooping they deserve, because it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Well, yeah, soon as somebody says that about somebody, somebody's kid who's famous, you know, let's be honest, would there have been such a big hubbub if, if the German guy had killed just anybody's baby? No, he killed the Lindbergh baby, therefore, you know. Famous people will get your attention. We've got famous people trying to leave the royal family, and the, the news is half about them, and I couldn't care less. Yeah. Okay, go. Bye. <laughs> okay, thanks. Look, bye. 
Look, American uh, actress I, I, marries I, I, into royal family, finds out it's not what she thought it was. Surprise. If if that nice young couple is going to be happier doing what they're doing for whatever reason, first of all, uh, their happiness is is uh, both none of my business and not my concern. Uh, I'm okay with they're they're not asking to do anything illegal. Bye bye. Know. But 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 here's 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 my only problem with with this thing. They want to be independent, financially independent. Bravo. Everybody should leave their parents' house and be financially independent. I look forward to the day that my son leaves my house and is financially independent. You know, I'm sure, Goon, you've already been down this road. <laughs> He's yeah, I mean, traveling. Right. She's not quite financially independent yet, but she's getting there, right? Yep. Okay. My problem is their mechanism for becoming financially independent is to is to play off their relationship to the family they don't want to they don't want to work in anymore. You know, it's kind of like um, you know, a guy joins the New York Yankees, right? Right? He's part of the New York Yankees team. But he doesn't want to play, but he still wants to tell everybody he's a New York Yankee so that he'll get perks and you know, bennies and all that other kind of stuff. You know, if you don't want to be part of the team, then don't be part of the team and go go do your thing. But the fact that, you know, they've, they've left, quote-unquote, the royal family, but they trademarked Sussex Royal as a trademark term, you know, so you're going to make, I don't know, dining, you know, dinnerware and sheets or whatever with the Sussex Royal brand. I'm like, no, you're, you're not the Sussex Royals anymore because you've decided you don't want to be that. You get my point? Right. Yeah, yeah. You need to go off and find something that you can do. Right. Not related to who you you say you were. Right. If you want to be Harry and Meghan Windsor, right, and you're going to be, you know, starting a, you know, non-governmental organization, an charitable organization a, that does something. Yeah, you know, an actress cool. and a greengrocer. Uh, seriously, I, I don't know what the, what the, what the prince would want to do, but pick something. Right. You know, but I'm sure you know they can they can garner their celebrity in some activity you sure. know where where they can you know provide some something but Public the speech, idea that you're going to play off there's your, lots of things yeah you know fox hunts you know hey there's <laughs> oh sorry lot, there's a lot of stuff that, that those are illegal now in england by the way that doesn't require the death of other animals that so they don't, I, don't kill they don't kill foxes anymore in fox hunts they're not even allowed to hunt them anymore in fox hunts. They are here. We have them here. Yeah. Yeah. So how is there a large Saint Bernard-looking dog yelling? Which way did he go? Which way did he go? <laughs> no, that's too bad. Well, the thing—the thing with the fox hunt—is that uh, you say they don't kill him, but do you ever see the fox again? Oh, they do. They actually have so foxes like that they raise. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, they're, they're like that. They're renew, like that puppy farm. Renew. That carousel, Logan's Run. Is that Logan's where we're going? Run. There you go. That was terrible. I wish you had not suggested that movie to me. That was a great movie. No, that was horrible. Oh, I don't know why you think it was horrible. I I get a charge out of watching that movie. A charge. It's, 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 would, it be, would, it, would part of the charge be the costume design? There were costumes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. This must yeah. be a, a low voltage joke because <laughs> what, what I saw was, was an embarrassment to humanity. <laughs> you, were, you were hoping that the computer would take over and institute carousel, is that right? After watching that movie? It just didn't make any sense. Why? The, the the none of it made sense. They left. Had Farrah they, Fawcett in it. They left. Mm-hmm. They came back. Nothing happened. The end. <laughs> okay, it's like spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for ruining a 1970s movie for those people who had not seen it. I. I much, 70s or 60s? Oh God. Much like I thought as as I was sitting through it. 
I can't ruin this for anyone. <laughs> because, <laughs> because this is a waste. 1976, okay. Yeah. I mean, even the, the cyborg people or whatever that was, uh, everything about it was bad. Everything. The, the was, silvery fish guy? Yeah, there's, there was no redeeming factor in the entire movie. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I have to disagree. You can do that all you want. I, I, I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about. Right, because I'm pretty sure you do, we, too. And we didn't need to go to Japan, either. So there's that. Uh, so, actually, I don't know if you guys noticed, uh, mm. but in, in some of the, the pictures that I took from us at AwesomeCon, there mm. were people in the uh, in that uniform oh the sandman no the uh the green i can't call it a dress or a skirt the green piece of cloth <laughs> the green gauzy <laughs> thing that only no i did not notice them oh. because you i would have been stunned into immobility <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure i would have i would have had to stop moving completely non-maskable interrupt time yeah what's happened to the goon eh? Just standing there going, <laughs> so okay, so it's it was there, and and uh, if you if you look up uh, Logan's Run cosplay, I'm mm. pretty sure you not on my computer. Thanks. <laughs> well, uh, you you have a you have a browser oh, yeah, that I, I have the I have the special browser, the Epic browser. It can handle such requests. Yes, it can. Let's see. I know I'm going to be really, really... Really, really? Oh, my. <laughs> okay, we'll see. I didn't mean now. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Well, like, there you go. Look, there's, there's, only, there's only two times in, in Goon's universe. Now and not now. Okay. <laughs> Wow. Or or forget the outfit. Why not just use spray paint? That's even... Yeah. I'm going to stop because that's just wrong. Is it wrong? Why do people have to ruin things? Uh, Again, is, was it ruining? Because I, I was pretty sure that it was bad before. <laughs> <laughs> to ruin means that it was good at one point, which... So what you're saying is... So what you're saying is they didn't have to make... Logan's run, but they made it anyway. <laughs> yes. It, Just because you can make Logan's run doesn't mean you had to. Oh my gosh. Somebody had to earn those ticket sales back there in the 70s. I, you know, for the 70s, it made pretty decent money. 25 million bucks is not chump chain back in the 70s. Yeah. Pre Star Wars. Yeah. Still. Which I, I understand is where the term blockbuster actually came from with regard to movies. From Star Wars? Mm-hmm. Because the lines went around the block. I believe it was Jaws. Was it Jaws? I, I yeah. Something in the 70s. Oh, man. It's been overdone and ruined. So they have that in common. It's time for Old Man Face-Off. Who will win? <laughs> and, well, does it, and does it matter? <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And last but never least, the other big story in the news today. Because it apparently... Well, it's a big story for everybody, but maybe Mr. Browning, whose whose favorite phrase at this point would be "Yay sports." <laughs> um, he's not a big sports guy, goon. Um, yeah, so apparently, I know that. apparently, um, baseball. For those of you who are you know familiar with the, the national pastime, um, stealing signs has been a tradition for hundreds of years. If you got a guy on second base. He's going to be watching what your catcher's doing and then figure out what the pitcher's doing and he's going to figure out the signs. So when he comes home, either by being out or home run, he's going to go tell everybody, you know, the guy's throwing three fingers to the right, the guy's throwing a curveball. You know, that's the old-fashioned way of stealing signs. And there's really no way to stop it, and it's just part of the game. Apparently, though, we've, we've moved to high-tech. Apparently, we now involve cameras and remote signaling devices and uh, players are wearing indi uh, are wearing um, equipment under their uh, jerseys, which will notify them what kind of pitch is coming. And now you're having a, a vast effect on the game. So much so that there's actually talk of rescinding a a trophy for the 2017 World Series 
from the Houston Astros because of the cheating. And again, I know you knew how to do it, but did you really think that you wouldn't get caught? I guess that's that's the thing that just amazes me nowadays. You know, there's an old thing. There's an old saying. You know, if you've got a secret, you can keep a secret amongst three people if two of them are dead. Somebody was going to was going to say, "Oh yeah, you know the Astros. They had all this equipment that they were stealing signs with." Very sad. Three managers are now fired. Two of them were former Astros players who became managers of the uh, Mets, that was Carlos Beltran, and uh, managers of our beloved Red Sox. Yes. Alex Kaur, is it? Yeah. Yep. He's gone. And uh, it's funny, I was I was listening to a radio show, and the, uh, the guy hosting the radio show was like, well, you know, baseball, it's a game. Why are we making such a big deal about this? And people were like, uh, no, Little League is a game. MLB is a multi-billion-dollar business where you've now tarnished the quality of the product. You know, this is this would be like the equivalent of people actually opening up a Radio Shack computer and finding the nightmare that is its innards and going, "How are you selling these to people?" Which, oh wait, that <laughs> happened, and they basically went out of the computer business. You know, you can't tarnish your one and only product. Baseball's one and only product is a game played by the rules. Now you've got a team that has pretty much won the World Series by cheating. The only time they've won the World Series. Yes, it's the only time they've won the World Series, you know. So I have to ask you guys. The Astros used to be called the Lastros. Just, you know, that was a nickname. I'm just saying, uh, where's the problem really? Because it seems to me like somebody was snitching and if they just implemented the no snitching rule this would have been fine (laughs) right funny you should mention that you know one time my my father once said you know it's not illegal if you don't get caught yeah (laughs) i love my father i i've never taken that to heart because that's wrong um but yeah snitches get stitches i guess you know it's a little little beat down on the snitch and this would have all been prevented that's the real way when you have three people keeping a secret. If if you invoke enough fear, then the other two will just be quiet. Yeah. But apparently yeah, that and did and not you, happen. Yeah, well, if you don't have enough fear, then the other two are dead. <laughs> enough beer. Beer, yes. Come on, it's baseball. Beer, pretzels, baseball. It all makes sense. Trust me. Go go back to the Simpsons and remember when Homer gave up beer and he was at the ballpark, and he goes, "You know, this game's kind of dull without beer." <laughs> uh yes, yes. I I was a baseball fan when I was a kid. Um, now for me, it's a yeah. I'll put it on the radio while I'm doing something else. I can't sit and watch a baseball game. If I'm at the park, I can go out can sit and watch it but on tv now yeah well i've never well folks (laughs) well folks i hope we've given you um enough cautionary tales that if you've come to that point in your life in your career in your beliefs in, in your your daily whatevers where you can do something but you're not sure you should do something take those five seconds give a little pause you might just save us all another episode where, you know, we're highlighting whatever it is you did. And with that, a word from our sponsors. Tonight's episode brought to you in part by not doing what the elitists want. Let's get you fixed up by going camping. Uncle Bernie's re-education camps. They're fun. They're effective. You will do it. And... Need your goods transported far away from our families? CNG Transportation is ready to help us and you. You get your stuff and we get time away from home. A little something for everyone coming soon to a town near you. And Show Cat's Kitten Sales Services. You want kittens? Show Cat has them. Stately Goon Manor has too many. Let's talk. Immediate availability. 